Welcome to the Jay Kim Show, Hong Kong's very first podcast focused on entrepreneurship and investing in Asia. Join us as we survey the land and discover the greatest companies and most profitable investment opportunities in Asia. If this is your first time listening, thank you for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week with the goal of providing actionable insights to you, the listener, with every single episode. And now, on to the show. This week, we have a special guest by the name of Valentin Priobrahinsky, who is the CEO of a company called LaToken, which is the first multi-asset tokenization platform in the world. So crypto is all the rage these days, I'm sure all of you listeners know. I myself am not a crypto expert by any means, nor am I invested in any of the currencies, mainly due to the highly speculative nature of the asset class, if you can even call it that. LaToken was the very first crypto company I heard of that actually excited me because it's an exchange that allows anyone to tokenize real assets to be traded like any other of the currencies. So tokens can be backed by anything ranging from precious metals to rare and fine arts. Uh, to even blue chip companies such as Apple, Google, and Tesla. One of my hesitations to investing in something like Bitcoin was the fact that there was no fundamental basis for price discovery, and the future of it as a currency relied solely on the transaction volume's acceptability. LaToken, on the other hand, provides asset-backed tokenization, which is actually quite revolutionary. Valentin will also be hosting the LAT Blockchain Economic Forum in New York on October 31st of this month, featuring many of the industry players, the major players in the cryptocurrency world. So for any of you US-based listeners that are close by to New York, we'll include all the information in the show notes for you guys to go and check out that conference. All right, let's get on to the show. Hi, Valentin. Hi, Jay. Uh, thank Hi, you for, so much for joining us. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, and we really appreciate having you on. Um, for our audience listening in, perhaps you could give us a quick introduction, a background of who you are and how you uh, got into cryptocurrencies. Yeah, th- thanks a lot. Um, I am a founder of uh, Liquid Asset Token Protocol and Platform. Uh, in short, it's LAT Token. Um, we uh, tokenize and make tradable assets uh, in crypto. Uh, assets are ranging from um, currencies to equities, uh, commodities, um, real estate, and so on, from liquid to less liquid. Uh, and um, our protocol um, helps to connect uh, token issued on our platform uh, or uh, with the usage of our protocol compliant with this protocol is connected with underlying asset in this uh, link is uh, enforceable um, so uh, we launched um, trading uh, in the test uh, mode of uh, 12 uh, um, instruments. It's uh, a token linked to Apple shares prices. It's uh, a token linked to gold and um, token to linked to commodities, to, to oil, uh, to real estate ETF. Uh, and um, uh, we have an obligation to pay at the settlement date uh, cash equal to the price of underlying asset. Uh, so now it works. Uh, when I uh, say that these are test trades, uh, this means that uh, uh, this uh, link is uh, uh, our obligation. It's not uh, done in um, 
completely independent way. It's not like uh, just smart, smart contract uh, working directly with independent custody. Uh, we will plan to create this in the future. Uh, and then there will be no counterparty risk uh, in terms of, uh, I mean, a uh, token risk. Uh, there will be a custodian of big bank, which is uh, regulated, which has capital adequacy, and there will be smart contracts, which um, uh, make sure that um, a sufficient amount of uh, shares are reserved and uh, that uh, uh, they will be sold and cash will be delivered to token holders uh, and uh, this will be a very robust automated uh, super um, efficient cost efficient and fast uh, this allows uh, investors uh, crypto investors to diversify their uh, crypto portfolio into real assets without exchanging crypto into fiat uh, sending money to bank, then to broker, to custodian, uh, then vice versa when they reverse the trade. So it's high time and uh, uh, money cost, uh, which is erased with these um, tokens. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, these tokens in some uh, jurisdictions are not uh, available uh, until we make proper uh, legal setup for these jurisdictions. Um, uh, at first of all, it is uh, about USA. Um, uh, they have very advanced uh, regulations for securities and um, asset-linked um, uh, tokens. Uh, uh, <coughs> uh, they clearly uh, uh, make uh, make uh, clear that uh, asset-linked tokens should be regulated as securities. Uh, that's why these uh, tokens are not available for U.S. Um, uh, investors. Now I'm saying investors because uh, they actually invest in this token. Do not confuse it with uh, contributors who buy utility tokens. It's very different. Uh, so these uh, <coughs> uh, investors sell uh, uh, provide information about this. They, uh, we, we use a KYC procedure before we allow trading to make sure that uh, only uh, eligible investors can trade. So we are very uh, careful about regulation. Uh, we think that uh, uh, industry will have some form of self-regulation and uh, uh, also uh, some regulation which will help uh, the industry uh, and we want to kind of uh, to uh, spread best practices there uh, so uh, and uh, this uh, asset backed tokens are very different from LAT which is utility token utility token do not represent any uh, potential uh, future cash flow, no dividends, no linkage to any assets. It's uh, it's like you, uh, prepaid card for services. So it's um, uh, that's um, uh, a similarity which Gil Pinchina mentioned in his TechCrunch article. So utility tokens uh, is a payment for potential future services of a platform. Uh, so and um, uh, the, it's, there is no uh, linkage to any assets or any cash flows. So, and um, 
utility tokens uh, are not scrutinized by SEC. So SEC is very robust uh, and consistent. Uh, they uh, uh, scrutinized five tokens, which were linked to assets. And uh, uh, they didn't move uh, to other area. They didn't uh, uh, didn't uh, uh, make any statement regarding uh, utility tokens. However, this area is still uh, not clear, and uh, uh, most of ICOs, most of token sales, are now closing uh, access uh, for U.S. contributors. I think this is a reaction for uh, sentiment from China, from South Korea, uh, and uh, we follow this trend. So we don't want to be the last token which is still open for U.S. contributors, uh, and uh, so we also uh, close it uh, offering for U.S. Uh, for new U.S. contributors. Uh, this doesn't change anything for those who contributed before uh, they have uh, uh, their own terms, terms uh, when they uh, purchase it lot uh, so <clears throat> this uh, token allows to pay for our utility services like organization of uh, assets when we will set up proper uh, uh, legal framework to be able to do so uh, and for um, transaction fees, uh, this can be also exchanged to other tokens, uh, other utility tokens like Ethereum. Right. Okay, so I think that, uh, well, first of all, uh, Valentin, thank you for the uh, very detailed introduction. Um, I want to, before we continue, because I know that... Uh, you, you, your company is 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 uh, something quite novel, and I think that it's if you follow the space, uh, it's definitely uh, something very exciting, and it's unlike any of so, sort of the other technologies out there or companies out there in this space. But before we take a step down there, why don't we take a step back and let's talk a little bit about. Perhaps you can talk to, to us a little bit about your background and how you uh, came up with this concept of creating a liquid asset token platform, infrastructure exchange, uh, if you will. I traded equities for 15 years and um, I worked at hedge funds for seven years. Um, I uh, was director of research at Swiss uh, hedge fund for portfolio $200 million. And I um, then I um, uh, founded my own hedge funds Aviaga Capital. Uh, so, so I know in details how capital markets works. I uh, love, I love this. Um, investors um, make a very important thing. They uh, facilitate a movement of money to from those who have money to those who can uh, make most out of this. Uh, so, they predict future of uh, countries, of industries, of technologies, of companies, and uh, they try to predict who will create more value and uh, bring resources to these uh, value-creative hands. 
uh, to to companies which are more, will be more productive in the future. These companies get uh, capital to uh, hire more people. So people get more vacancies, which is more productive, uh, and they live their life more uh, productively. And uh, uh, this uh, spurs economic growth. Uh, so capital markets uh, delivering of money t- uh, in a smart way, t- in an efficient way, is very important for everybody. And um, uh, I love this. Uh, so I see that... Um, Uh, cryptocurrencies, blockchain uh, are transforming financial system. Uh, now, in order to create a new currency, uh, you just need the smart contracts and uh, blockchain, which is already operational, uh, and uh, you make it in a few minutes and uh, replace infrastructure which uh, was built for centuries and include uh, uh, hundred thousands people including in um, central banks or federal reserve including in um, uh, banking infrastructure which account uh, which counting who owns money now you can just issue token which has built-in property rights for this token and uh, this works fast this was very cost efficient uh, uh, and um, Uh, this is a tremendous uh, progress and um, this works for capital markets so essentially uh, <clears throat> the way I, I see um, the parallel between uh, Latoka and the platform that you're building it's essentially uh, like an exchange like a stock exchange if you want to pa- draw parallels that way and <clears throat> you're using real assets uh, to as, as the basis in the backing and I think that it's an important uh, move and uh, distinction to make because uh, okay so with something like Bitcoin I think uh, you know people people are on uh, other opposite ends uh, it's almost like religion or politics like people get very uh, in, involved in the discussion around Bitcoin and many people say that Bitcoin uh, the arguments against it is that there is no underlying asset no uh, mechanism for price discovery and it's all speculation which i actually as an investor myself uh valentine i kind of tend to agree because i i cannot figure out a way you know you used to work at hedge fund you traded uh, capital markets you know that there has to be some basis for us to analyze and value a security for us to to be comfortable trading it so uh what how did you come up with this idea of Uh, using liquid assets to back uh, tokens, basically. So, uh, actually, assets became liquid after they tokenized it and um, became tradable in crypto on our platform. Um, and um, this is applicable to assets that are already liquid, such as stock, Uh and the illiquid assets such as um, real estate and perhaps works of art. And by the way, when you make them liquid, you do not only decrease transaction costs, which are 30% for uh, works of art and uh, 5% to 20% for real estate, you also provide liquidity premium, which is 10% to 40% for equities, which um, uh, moves from public from private to public. This is the liquidity premium should be also apply, applicable for um, illiquid assets. 
uh, when we make them liquid with um, uh, tokens. Uh, so how I came to this uh, uh, idea um, and uh, actually I was thinking about Bitcoin um, I agreed that it's uh, a bit volatile and uh, it's difficult to make price discovery because it is uh, uh, most the fall based on expectations of uh, future usage of this bitcoin this is a problem that uh, uh, for currency uh, it is important uh, to have a um, stable user case so many people use it uh, uh, in, uh, oftenly they have uh, 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 current accounts balances in um, cryptocurrency and some of these uh, balances uh, is uh, like a demand for this currency so the more people have their wallets the more they store on these wallets the more demand for these um, coins and they have these wallets and they store balances because they need it for transactions and this is a, there is a competition between bitcoin and um, uh, um, fiat currencies and um, uh, there is a big scale effects um, which is an advantage of uh, fiat currencies and bitcoin is uh, kind of uh, use it in the niches uh, where uh, parties have problems with fiat currencies but these niches are not big and uh, they are sometimes risky and so on uh, that's why um, bitcoin uh, is volatile if we will have a more steady growth of user cases uh, and uh, uh, there will be a more steady um, price growth and um, uh, we believe that uh, the biggest user case for cryptocurrencies is uh, to start trading real assets in crypto. So not only um, uh, kind of uh, niche transactions, but we want to make a big user case where Ethereum, Bitcoin and LAT are used to trade uh, um, trillions of dollars of value of uh, real assets and uh, uh, this is a very clear user case because we save huge transaction costs uh, we save uh, uh, we, we provide uh, liquidity premium uh, when we tokenize um, real estate and Ill illiquid assets we save uh, uh, costs uh, when we, are, uh, we tokenize uh, stock and commodities um, uh, these costs are not, not big uh, at fair markets it's something like 0.05% uh, if you trade via electronic trading uh, however there are problems with settlement date uh, it's a T plus 1 so a few days needed to settle a trade uh, and also which is uh, a big cost it, it is um, leverage leverage costs something like three to seven percent in uh, dollars uh, if you want to make leverage uh, for some of the instruments there are there are cheaper ways to provide leverage however in crypto leverage is uh, uh, far less expensive and um, uh, what is the most important that uh, we start from um, uh, providing opportunity for crypto investors to diversify their uh, portfolio so they can when they think that market become too volatile 
crypto market. They just uh, uh, buy uh, uh, tokens linked to real assets and they uh, get out of risk of cryptocurrencies. Uh, and they do this without uh, costs of uh, transferring funds to fiat, sending it to uh, bank, to broker, to custody, and then uh, in reverse order, all, all of this is time-consuming and costful, as I said uh, at the beginning. Um, also, uh, a big opportunity in uh, decreasing OTC costs. OTC costs in fiat markets are done with uh, 0.20%. There are a lot of back office work to settle them. They are done via phone. Um, these uh, trades can be done uh, on blockchain far more effectively. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so uh, these are just a few of user cases. Uh, and uh, there is also a scale effect user case. We can uh, provide uh, uh, access to trading 27, uh, 24 7. Uh, to um, all asset classes, uh, to all regions in one place so you can uh, have comparable instruments which are built on the same protocol which are built by different um, uh, assets owners and uh, they are transparent. Uh, it's very easy to diversify portfolio across multiple assets classes to uh, uh, make your strategies, uh, execute them effectively, uh, follow other strategies. By, by the way, uh, we are launching today and you are the first uh, uh, outside, um, I mean, not, not, this is the first announcement of our company uh, to outside world uh, that we are launching um, uh, LAT Crypto 50 Index, uh, which will work like Dow Jones. So uh, traders and funds will be able to use this as a benchmark to measure their performance, to measure their alpha. And this will include 50 um, uh, crypto uh, tokens, top 50 which will be, uh, this index will be rebalanced automatically, very transparent, very smart. Uh, so we introduce a benchmark, which is very important for comparing funds performance. And also this index can be followed by uh, those who just need a passive exposure to entire market, not just the Bitcoin or Ethereum, you can follow index. Um, so I believe this will be a very big story. It will um, out um, uh, outperform in terms of turnover SPX uh, in a decade or so. Our uh, LAT uh, crypto research team uh, of four uh, McKinsey and Deutsche Bank graduates estimated that um, uh, capitalization of um, uh, crypto tokens will exceed 5 trillion by 2025 and turnover uh, will exceed uh, uh, 30 uh, trillion dollars uh, and uh, most of this uh, valuation will be driven by asset-backed tokens it makes sense um, 
So a few things, uh, Valentin. Well, first of all, I'm honored to uh, be the first to hear about your uh, index of uh, 50 uh, uh, different coins that we can use as a benchmark and an index uh, to measure performance. So I think that's a fantastic idea. And by the time this uh, episode is produced early next week, uh, that news will already be out. Um, So congratulations on that. Uh, Secondly, just going back to a little bit of what you were explaining, um, you know, so essentially you're taking... You give me an opportunity for any asset, liquid or illiquid, uh, to be tokenized, and then investors can then take uh, uh, invest in it, as in uh, through the token uh, with the backing of that asset. So uh, you know, I'm curious because you 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 mentioned some uh, you mentioned some asset classes, uh, you know, even as uh, illiquid and obscure as uh, say fine art. Uh, or real estate. So I, I wonder if perhaps we can go through an example using either a piece of art or maybe a, a house as an example. And maybe you can explain, just walk us through the process on, let's say I, uh, okay, so there's two sides here. There's the investor side, and then there's also the person that wants to tokenize their asset, correct? Uh, yes. Um, and um, um, we establish a um, um, a link between them. So le- let's take an example of um, Mona Lisa, for example. If um, owners of Mona Lisa decides to tokenize it, to make it liquid and sell by fractions, uh, they will apply via our um, site uh, and uh, we will make a preliminary sale of um, uh, tokens linked to Mona Lisa and then after investors expressed sufficient interest, we uh, start uh, tokenization process. Uh, this includes now is the the Mona Lisa must be uh, appraised or by a third party or something before you come up with a value, correct? Yeah, our protocol allows um, uh, making appraisal or not. Normally, it's more attractive for investors. We estimate that it will be more attractive if there will be an appraisal. However, the price will be a market price. So the seller can put a minimum price and put an auction and uh, many contributors just participate in the, um, bidding for pieces of Mona Lisa. There will be several types of auctions available for initial um, uh, Mona Lisa token offering. And then there will be secondary markets so they can resell these tokens linked to Mona Lisa. What is interesting is how uh, this link works. So it works like a forward that on a settlement date um, token holders will get cash equal to their share in this uh, uh, in this asset in Mona Lisa, uh, I remind this: uh, this this is not a utility token, and uh, this uh, uh, is available only for uh, those regions where it's not uh, where where uh, it, it, it is properly um, properly uh, registered or do, do not uh, contradict uh, local uh, regulation. It's very unlike uh, utility token. Uh, so the, this uh, uh, token uh, is linked by a uh, settlement date when um, uh, this uh, token owner gets cash. 
Alternatively, uh, a token owner can do not claim for cash. He can just uh, roll roll up this token and get a token, a second token, which is uh, replacing the previous one. So, um, and uh, in case if uh, there is no sufficient demand for secondary token offering, this object shall be sold at auction. And then fiat cash received uh, shall be distributed between uh, asset owners. There is a custodian who is responsible for this. Uh, this uh, custodian in uh, some uh, jurisdiction, it is a trustee, uh, owns part of this asset and has uh, control over this asset in terms of um, selling this asset. At the same time, uh, owner of this former owner of this asset, which still uh, owns some part, not less than 20%, can use it. So this is an addition value. He can still um, use this Mona Lisa. And, um, and then on a settlement date, either uh, there is a rollover, new tokens uh, are issued and sold, and uh, previous uh, tokens are uh, burned, or this um, uh, Mona Lisa goes to auction, fiat auction, uh, and cash received from this auction is distributed between token owners. And there is a sequence of smart contracts which shall ensure that this works smoothly uh, without any intervention of uh, platform. So there is a big custodian which is regulated, which is uh, has capital, uh, which is uh, uh, has a very long history, uh, and uh, it is also insured. And there is a sequence of smart contracts uh, which are audited, which are open sourced, uh, uh, open, and um, uh, they uh, makes uh, all automatic. And this sequence of smart contract uh, is called uh, liquid asset token protocol. Okay, so so uh, so that's a good example. So okay, so let's say. Uh, Valentin, let's say I am the owner of this Mona Lisa and it gets appraised at uh, $100 million and I decide to uh, tokenize 20% of that. Um, at how, first of all, how long is the settlement date from the initial beginning of the process? Is that varied based on, is it customizable? Yes, it is flexible. So asset owners, they try to uh, create token uh, attractive for investors. This will uh, influence valuation. So if uh, timing is uh, uh, shorter, there will be less deviation from uh, underlying prices and uh, there will be perhaps uh, less uh, uh, discount, time, time discount. Uh, so uh, th this uh, uh, settlement date can range from few months to decades. I see. Okay, and then so let's say I uh, decide to do it for uh, just six months. I want to uh, tokenize 20% of my prized Mona Lisa. And then at the end of that six months, uh, when the settlement date arrives, you said that uh, a number of things can happen. Either, yeah, either... Um, 
do I have an opportunity now, let's say in the six months that I had tokenized my 20%, I said, hey, you know what, actually, I want to I want to own this 100% again. Is that, do I have an opportunity now as the majority owner to buy back that 20% that was tokenized? Uh, there could be an option to buy back either at a fixed price or at a market price, so you can order trustee to start to buy back it from from the market uh, when uh, he collected uh, sufficient um, share then he can um, kind of make obligatory option uh, uh, or, or to buy back ob- obligatory buy back uh, this, this is also customizable there will be um, market uh, forces which will determine best practices and there will be vanilla option, which is very simple. Um, so, so as an, so then on the other side, let's say uh, I'm an investor and I, I bought I bought into this Mona Lisa. Um, I, I guess each so each one of these assets when they go through this process is it, it's almost like a mini ICO that they're doing, right? They're they're raising their own token for that very individual specific asset in the in the hopes that the investors in the hopes that it will appreciate in the future and this is i believe the distinction that you made earlier that it's not a utility token uh which lat is right that's that's what your company uh has for sort of like working uh working capital almost but this is actually a a financial instrument basically Yes, it uh, looks like it's uh, securities or derivatives, these asset-backed tokens, and uh, uh, it depends on uh, jurisdictions. And uh, However, not uh, uh, everything is uh, uh, properly defined, and uh, uh, we are contributing to development of uh, self-regulation rules for blockchain industry, for crypto economy, and... Uh, uh, we uh, invite we invite uh, regulators to our work groups. Uh, we will have a work group at Blockchain Economic Forum, which we will hold in um, uh, uh, 31st of October to 1st of uh, November in New York. There will be uh, 50 participants, uh, ranging from uh, large investors, entrepreneurs to academics and. Uh, uh, central banks uh, officials uh, they will have a discussion how to help crypto economy to be more sustainable to be more self-regulated and um, to use uh, uh, existing legislation in favor of crypto economy um, yeah so yeah so this is uh this is actually quite interesting uh valentine and so i i uh it makes sense uh in my mind it makes uh it makes a lot of sense especially for some of these alternative investments or maybe not as liquid now uh my other question then on the flip side is you you had mentioned earlier that you you your platform tokenizes even things such as apple shares uh which you can which is one of the most liquid companies, uh, publicly traded companies in the world. So what benefits would an investor have to buy a tokenized version of, say, Apple or Facebook, what have you, uh, as opposed to the actual uh, f- uh, equity in, in the markets? Uh, 
At the moment, the value is for crypto investors. Uh, they do not need to exchange uh, their crypto into fiat, send money to bank, to, then to broker and uh, to custody, pay uh, uh, fees to brokers and uh, to everybody. And then in reverse order, when they want to get crypto back, uh, so it's too costful and too complicated, time-consuming process. Uh, what uh, we provide is that uh, just in few seconds um, they can make a trade to diversify their crypto, to exchange it to token, link it to Apple. So they uh, escape uh, volatility in cryptocurrencies uh, very fast, uh, almost with zero cost. That, that's our goal and value proposition for the first phase of development. In the future, we believe that um, fiat trades, all capital markets will work in the same way. It will provide even less transaction costs. Uh, it will provide uh, uh, free leverage, almost free leverage settlement uh, in few minutes, not T plus one, 24 seven trading. Um, multiple asset classes in, at one place um, uh, it, and also to see trading uh, in a similar way like uh, it works for public uh, stocks for uh, liquid public stocks it's pretty fascinating I, I actually think that uh, it, the potential is so huge here because I, I just think of it as let's say I had a, a, the majority of my assets in in you know blockchain or crypto uh, currency. I just think about like if I could literally mimic uh, my my PA personal trading uh, personal account trading, but uh, with very little slippage and very fast. Uh, across different asset classes uh, all on your platform it'd be incredible right so for example let's say um, there's a market crash then you know different asset classes behave differently some correct very quickly and others uh, are more stable so I could see myself you know maybe selling out of some uh, some like uh, like uh, Apple shares or, or some of these uh, more liquid uh, reactive and then I could roll it into say buying gold or something like that right yes yes it's you just uh, click to commodity section and uh uh, select uh, token which you want to buy and select uh, your holdings you can exchange directly and this is another value preposition you can exchange directly any token into other token incredible you don't and so what to, is uh, yeah what is um, La Token's uh, business model is it acts like an exchange and it collects a fee off of all the transactions uh, yes, this uh, could be introduced, um, and uh, uh, there are also potential fees for leverage uh, and for services like um, tokenization, KYC, uh, like uh, uh, creation of funds, like uh, following. So it's uh, imagine that any trader can prove his performance and get followers who follow his um, uh, investment portfolio and he gets commissions, he gets a performance fee, uh, management fee, 
and we also can uh, take our part of this. So this uh, makes yeah, and we see that a lot. Well in, uh, yeah. We see that uh, sort of social uh, following aspect in 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 liquid market trading, uh, equity markets, and this sort of thing. There's a lot of platforms out there now doing that. Um, it sounds so fascinating, Valentin. I think that it's one of the you know crypto is is often misunderstood, and but it's very uh, hyped about. But uh, this your company is one of the the first ones that I actually. Um, I understand, and it, because it, it uh, because being an investor myself and and uh, you know equity investor, I, I kind of understand the basis for it. It's almost um, you know to me, it's akin to like setting up an exchange, which uh, it, it goes back to the old you know story of the the guys who made money during the gold rush were the guys who were selling the picks and shovels, and not necessarily the guys that were actually mining the gold. So the opportunity seems uh, incredible. What um, you mentioned some stats before that your research team had come up with as far as total crypto market capitalization uh, that you estimate in the next you know five to ten years. What do you see as um, what does the future have in store for La Token for crypto in general? I mean, I think everyone is tr- trying to figure this one out. Sorry, could you repeat the last question? I'm sorry, I interrupted. What do you What do you think that the future is for 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 cryptocurrencies? You know, you obviously are betting pretty large on the fact that there's going to be a market for these asset-backed tokenization of assets, liquid asset tokenization. What what do you see as uh, as the eventual goal for for La Token? So our goal is to help uh, to bridge uh, crypto and real economy. So uh, tokens are used in uh, very widely in transactions, first of all, in capital markets, um, in uh, creating uh, uh, instruments which become more uh, liquid. Uh, I'm not saying about fastly consuming goods like coffee. Uh, we are focusing uh, on um, assets which live at least a few years, and they can be tokenized and uh, traded uh, for tokens. And uh, it could uh, expand uh, not only uh, to public and private equity and uh, assets like real estate, it could ex- go further because uh, uh, the transaction cost to issue token and uh, to make fraction of any assets uh, now uh, beca- uh, becoming uh, very, very low. That's a huge, dramatic uh, decline in price. If you make an ICO, you can pay 3 to 7% to an investment bank of your entire company. If you do, I mean IPO. If you do token sale of uh, your uh, private company or of your house, there will be pretty small transaction fee. Uh, and um, uh, this can be done very fastly. And not, not uh, you don't need a year to structure this process. Uh, you can do it in. Uh, you will be able to do it in few days. Uh, so th- this will create uh, very new user cases, new opportunities, and I believe that uh, uh, not only entire capital markets and real estate and uh, well, public and private equity, which in total worth uh, six hundred trillion dollar, 
that many uh, other assets will also be tradable. So it's a vast opportunity. Uh, it is fundamentally based uh, on uh, uh, the fact that uh, many middlemen can be uh, can be replaced with um, technology that works better and faster. Now. A follow-up to that, Valentin, do you see that there will still be some room or space for non-asset-backed cryptocurrencies in the future? Yes. Uh, the difference is that uh, this, uh, their currencies, their valuation is not uh, linked uh, to assets. It is um, correlated with demand for this uh, based on uh, um, transactions so how many transactions are done in these currencies so if there are many people who uses these currencies uh, for buying other stocks uh, and uh, or coffee uh, this will increase uh, um, account uh, balances so every any person who uses these four transactions they have account balances uh, which in total is a something like demand for this cryptocurrency and um, I think that uh, there should be less volatile currencies and uh, uh, to make it more widely used and uh, uh, I think that LAT could uh, uh, be uh, become a stable coin sometime uh, first of all there should be a very uh, big user case so very huge and sustainable turnover so it's not speculation about future to know it's uh, the fact that it is, it is now uh, very widely used now uh, then um, there will be an opportunity to decrease volatility to make it uh, stable and um, uh, reliable for uh, regular transactions and this uh, will make it ca competitive to um, existing fiat currencies right absolutely um, well Valentin, thank you so much for your time. It was extremely, extremely insightful and exciting to hear about the amazing company you're building uh, in this very, very uh, highly sought after and, and talked about space. Um, I know that you guys are, are have some uh, offerings and this sort of thing. I don't want to uh, get anyone in trouble, but maybe you could just direct us to the website or where we can find some more information uh, about your company that the, uh, the audience listening in could follow up and do some more research about LaToken. Yeah, it's uh, sale.latoken.com. Uh, please uh, hurry up because uh, token sale... Uh, will be ended on 10th of October and then it will be listed on um, crypto exchanges and uh, uh, I think uh, that it's better to jump in before because uh, additional liquidity could um, uh, uh, change um. so yeah we, uh, we fortunately we, we made the cutoff so this is going to come out uh, about uh, before the deadline so hopefully uh, some of the listeners will get excited about what we had to talk about and head on over to your website to find out more about uh, your offering um, thanks again Valentin it was such a pleasure to uh, catch up with you and hear about uh, your progress there and uh, we wish you the best of luck 
thank you, Jake. Thanks to everybody. Um, I'm ha very happy that uh, uh, I can uh, with. Uh, Uh, our community with uh, uh, with entire blockchain uh, uh, world. Uh, I'm very happy that uh, we can do together a very big change in um, uh, the global economy and how people uh, s spend their time, uh, how 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 they can be more productive and efficient, and uh, with blockchain. That's very exciting. I wish everybody to use these opportunities to uh, to bring new technology to the real economy. So, uh, yeah, have a big energy for this and uh, just spread this, but do it in a sustainable way. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks again. Take Thank care. Thank you. Now. Have a nice day. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the show notes and links can be found over at jkimshow.com. Come back often and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us next week for another exciting episode of The Jay Kim Show. I'd love to hear your comments. You can find me on Twitter at jkimmer, J-A-Y-K-I-M-M-E-R. See you guys next week. This podcast is brought to you by Hack Your Fitness, the high achiever's guide to getting ripped in under three hours a week. If you're anything like me, you're probably working a full-time job or jobs and trying to find time to balance family life, social life, and last but not least, fitness. Look, I get it. I'm a full-time investor and entrepreneur myself and father of two. So how am I able to stay fit year-round without spending hours and hours in the gym killing myself on the cardio machine? After struggling for the last 15 years trying every workout and diet under the sun, I finally designed a system that allows me to achieve and maintain single-digit body fat for life in under 3 hours a week. Cardio not required. Head on over to hackyour.fitness and download my free 13-page guide that teaches you the simple science behind efficient fitness and smart nutrition and gives you everything you need to know to finally take control of your life. That's hackyour.fitness.